Hello everyone, and how are you today? And this is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio, and the program is Kingdom Kids Spirit Soul and Body Series. And we are so happy to be with you today. And today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of Jesus. 
We are still on our topic, the mystery of the leading of the Spirit. This week is part three, so I just want to encourage you to go to go through part one and part two. And we are here every Wednesday as the Lord leads from 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hallelujah. And you can join with us on the internet. But today we are having a giveaway for the first 10 listeners who we call in. That's a free copy of our brand new book, The Master's Touch, Experiencing Impact in Christian Leadership. It's an e-book, so you you will be able to uh, receive it if you listen to the full session over the phone, and you will receive the details on how to receive this copy of our book. Call in to the host at 00164-666-82413 between this hour and the time we will close. Amen. We are so happy to be with you today. And the Lord is good all the time. And and all the time the Lord is good. Amen. So I hope you are keeping your spirit, you are keeping your soul intact, and the spirit is leading you, and not the flesh leading us. Amen. So please join with us as we pray today. Father, we just want to thank you. We bless you. For there is no like you. We thank you for today. You have led us thus far. And we thank you for your work. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your blood, and we thank you for dying in our place. In the name of Jesus, we commit today before you, Lord, have your way, let your will be done. You lead us, teach us, mold us, help us to move when you ask us to move, and help us to talk when you ask us to talk. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, we worship you. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Hallelujah. So we've been with this brand new topic, the mystery of the leading of the Spirit. It's so exciting, and I know you are so excited as well. When you go to um, to the um, the proof test, let's see what we can quickly. Because today I have a very short time, so let's see what we can do within this short time I have. Um, uh, Romans chapter 8, okay? So let's go to verse uh, 14. Uh, maybe we start from 12. It says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. But if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do modify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, that is the children of God. Hallelujah. As we yield to drive the Spirit upbringing, the Spirit inducing, leading, being open to Him, then we become the children of God. Now, who will lead people who are disobedient? 
who will lead you know these are brand these are good these are people they don't listen to you you see they are not listening they are rebels so who will lead people who are not listening who are not understanding who are not following so we kind of give up but we thank God that God doesn't give up on us he is there with us Right, she will never leave us nor forsake us, and we thank you for the spirit that is always with us because she will never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah! You know, this leading of the spirit is so important when you look at the uh, the Israelite people, our forefathers. You know, how we did not listen, how we did not follow him. Because his journey, uh, according to Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 2, uh, the journey that could have taken uh, our forefathers just 11 days, you see, to complete, took, took them 40, uh, 40 years because of unbelief and disobedience. So uh, disobedience, and uh, unbelief, very significant part in the leading of the spirit. We are not able to be obedient. We are not able to uh, believe what somebody is saying or what some, somebody is telling us. It's like go to that place. We don't believe that when we go to that place, there will be a solution to what we want or uh, do this. We are kind of rebellious. We don't believe. We don't uh, uh, obey. So obedience, like I said the last time, Jesus Christ was obedient to the Father. He obeyed instruction from the Father. The only time he was trying to be disobedient was in the guiding, and he was wrestling with the cup, was battling with the, the instruction the uh what he has to do dying for us taking the cup and he wrestled and wrestled and wrestled and we thank god that he was obedient he was obedient and he obeyed and never nevertheless let that will be done not my will so the will of the father he followed and he followed through to the end you see have you talked about if he had disobeyed the father? So that question is left for everyone to think about. You see, but the, the the idea is that he was the father was in him and he was in the father. So if he had disobeyed, it means he disobeyed himself. So we thank God for what he did, and we thank God for. Uh, Redeem, redeeming us and bringing us together to himself. And so, yeah. So the journey would have taken approximately uh, 11 days, but it took our forefathers 40 years to accomplish. You see, if we don't allow the spirit to lead rather than allowing ourselves to be disobedient, then 
there is another thing that happens. We allow the flesh to begin to lead. And do we know uh, the consequences of allowing the flesh to lead? So that is why we have to walk in the Spirit, allowing the prompting of the Holy Spirit to lead us, to direct us, and to make us live the way He wants us to live. It's essentially living the way the Spirit of God will live. When we live like the Spirit of God will want to live, then it's quite different the way we see it. So we need to uh, allow the Spirit of God to live, to lead us. Hallelujah. When we say the leading of the Spirit, it means the Spirit is leading. Now, do you see why I was saying that if we allow the Spirit to lead, it means the, the, the flesh is subservient to the Spirit. That is, the Spirit is bowing down to the soul and the body. But in most cases, we find the flesh is leading the Spirit, whereas it is the Spirit who is supposed to lead the flesh. Right? You know, the status quo is that we have the spirit and the soul and the body, the complicated world of the spirit. You see, now the spirit is the one holding the body. Spirit is the one holding the body. Now, if we equip the spirit, I mean, if we equip the spirit in a way that is so minute, is so insignificant, to the body. Now, what do you think will happen to the flesh? The flesh will become so huge. The flesh will be so big, right? Will be so big for what? The spirit to carry. And it is the flesh that should be carried by the spirit. But today, we find the flesh is the one carrying all it's carrying the spirit. It's carrying the soul. Right? Okay? That is where the problem lies. Now, can you imagine a situation where the flesh is the one leading the spirit or the flesh is now carrying the spirit? You see? The flesh has no place in the spiritual world. It is canon. I cannot have the things of the spirit. You see? It is canon. Now, when you look at, uh, when you go back a little bit up on the verse we were reading, uh, let's see, uh, verse 5 says, he said, for they are, let's go back to Romans chapter 8, verse 4. They, that the righteousness of the Lord man be fulfilled in us who walk, not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded, is dead, 
but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You see? So to be carnally minded, that is fleshly. Okay? Fleshly. Uh, carnal. He's saying that the consequences is dead. But to be spiritually minded, that is being led by the spirit, a spirit which is controlled by uh, a, a, a body that is controlled by the spirit has life and has peace. You see? So when we look at this, you see that it is risky when we have the flesh carrying the spirit. But today, the flesh is the one carrying all. That is the spirit and the soul. And this is where the problem lies. Now, one of the things we need to know and understand, which is the mystery of what we are saying, is that the flesh has no place in the spiritual world because it is canon. I cannot have the things of the spirit. And when we live carnally, the end result is death, like we just read. But in the spiritual, we can see spiritual words is resolved in life and is resolved in peace. We are able to see things the way God sees it, and we are able to do things the way He wants it done. It is the Spirit that should lead us and not the flesh. You see, when this flesh becomes so big, it becomes too heavy for the spirit to, to carry. So we have fed and fed and fed the flesh in such a manner that it becomes so huge, so mighty for the spirit to carry. And it crashes. And when it crashes, you see what will happen? So the flesh begins to lead and, and, and the consequences is death. We have all kinds of situations. We have all kinds of circumstances because the flesh has taken over. The flesh is in control. The flesh is leading. And in that situation, it's a kind of mind. It's a kind of world and kind of. So some, some people fight with, their, uh, with all kinds of maybe... Uh, you, you know the consequences of all this. We we'll fight with each other. Uh, we we'll have all kinds of funny dreams, all kinds of situations, yeah, all kinds of lifestyle that are, that are not of God. Uh, some people have snakes. Uh, they are they call they have all kinds of spirit because the the flesh has been open to the carnal world to other spirits to come in. So some people have dreams, some snakes, uh, demons, some, uh, all kinds of things. See, this is so important, right, to be able to uh, allow the spirit to dominate the flesh. And we are not to allow the flesh to dominate the spirit. And that way we are able to live the way God wants us to live and be able to operate in the spirit world a life which is moderated and led by God. Amen. 
The Lord wants us to be of a different spirit. The Lord wants us to be sensitive to his spirit. The Lord wants us to be controlled by his spirit and not any other spirit. The Lord doesn't want us to be controlled, be led by the things of this world, or by the senses, by what we see, by what we think about, by uh, touch, uh, hear, but by faith. We are able to be led by faith, the spiritual world, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so in in earnest, we when we are able to get ourselves together, we are able to see as God sees, and we are able to move as God moves. And we are able to live as God lives. And we are able to talk as God talks. No, he doesn't want us to talk any anyhow. The every idle word that we speak, we are all going to give an account of all of them. So that is why we have to be quick to hear and slow to speak. Not talking anyhow, not talking as any other people talk, it is the spirit that is empowering us to speak because when we speak the spirit is speaking because where is our spirit? He said my word will not return to me in void because it's a spirit that has gone, that has come out so he's going to accomplish the purpose for which he has sent it and he will, after he has uh, 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 sent out he must accomplish what he has sent it for. So it's a message, and it's a spirit message. It's gone. So in the same way we have spirit, when we speak, the spirit has been released. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is the essence that we have to submit. We have to submit to God. We have to surrender all to the will of the Lord. It's all about surrendering to God, that is being obedient to God, that is surrender, submit. We cannot put uh, half of our mind to something else and half of the other mind in uh, the word of God. We have to be completely, totally yield to the leading of the spirit. We have to yield totally to him. We cannot be halfway to the world and halfway to uh, the word of God. So we are either for him or the world. So we must get our mindset true to the current spirit world. Now that is the only way we are able to bridge the gap between our current situation and the desired situation. There is a gap between. And the only way we can Bridge uh, that gap is the mindset that is getting our mindset together. And when we're talking about the renewal of the mind, when we change the way we see things, the way we do, the way we act, the way we understand, the way we feel, and the way we react to life, the way we see the world in a whole new way. That is an ability for us to rewire our brain to think for success differently in the way God will think 
and the way God will expect us to do things in his spirit that is controlled by the spirit world. The spirit of God, not any other spirit, but the spirit of God. Hallelujah. I just want to thank God for what he's doing in our lives because every day we are being controlled and we are being led by the spirit world. Now, I'd like us to go to uh, the book of Romans quickly. I hope time will permit us to just take a brief look at this beautiful book. Hallelujah. I'll give you praise. Thank you, Father. We thank you for what you are doing. In the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 12. So just a little bit talking about our mind. You see, most of the situation we have is as a result of our mind. So Romans chapter 12 says this. It says Romans chapter 1 from verse 1. I'm going to read from 1 and 2, okay? He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable, the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Just a second. And I'm going to read it in a different uh, translation. Just give me a second. <clears throat> so I'm going to, let's see. Let's see. Okay. It said, it said therefore, brother, and sister, since God has shown us great mercy, I beg and appeal to you to offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him. Your offering must be only for God, right? Must be only for God and pleasing to him, which is the spiritual, authentic, true, appropriate, fitting, or rational, reasonable way for you to worship. Do not be shaped by or conform to press into a mold by this world age. Instead, be changed within that is being transformed by a new way of thinking or changing the way you think, the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to decide that is the same test and approve what God wants for you. You see, it's God's way. You will know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect, hallelujah, that is we're able to discern, test, and approve. Discerning, test, and approve. And changing the way we think, so important. That is renewing our mind, hallelujah. <clears throat> now, we believers, we, 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 we need to understand the mystery. Yeah, we need to understand the mystery, uh, the, the the 
um, the the chances that if if we if we believers understand the mystery, that is for us not to be wise in our own opinion. That is not not opinion of God. That is that is be haughty and boast. See, the mystery is that we are children of God. We are children of God. We are not rejected. We are his child. We are his children. So we are not what? Rejected. Although some of us are hiding uh, by our minds, but we are not what? Rejected. We have all been saved by him. He died for us. So it's all renewing our mind, begin to think differently that we are all children of God. That if we are all children of God, if if we he dies, you see, we'll be saved by virtue of the fact that he died, he took our place on the cross and he died. So we'll all be redeemed to him by his precious blood. So we are now God's children. Now, if we are now God's children, you know, there was an argument he was building uh, prior to that. That is the rejection. Now, Israel were rejected. Because of that rejection, we, the Gentiles, were drafted in. That is, we now become an opportunity. now become an opportunity for us to be saved. Now, we now become children of God. Now, it says now, therefore, begins to work change the way we think. Uh, we are not to be molded by what system, by the way the world does his thing, his culture, way of life and all that. In summary, I'm just summarizing. Time is short. I have five minutes left. But being able to what? Yield to how God wants us to yield, be transformed by the way we think, that we may be able to be good, we're able to be acceptable, <clears throat> we're able to be what perfect in the way God wants us to be. And based on that, he talks about that in verse 3. When you read about verse 3 down, talking about the gift he has been gifted for not only us, but for the body of Christ. Then he talks about how we as Christians now begins to act when we think in a new way, when we act in a new way, when we have our character conforming to the character of God, uh, when we have our way in a way that God wants us to think, then we behave like a Christian. We live as a Christian. Hallelujah. For example, in verse 14, he says, when we are persecuted, so you will bless those who persecute and bless and do not cause. That requires a new way of thinking. See, this is somebody persecuting you, but the word of God says, bless them, meaning you pray for them. You see, uh, rejoice with those who rejoice. That's a whole a brand new way of thinking. You see, weep with those who weep. Can you imagine that in your ordinary mind? 
You see, so many times we want to rejoice when somebody is, is weeping. You see, to be of the same mind, that is verse 15, uh, towards one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. We are wise in our own opinion because our mind uh, are fleshly thought. You see, but when we yield to the Spirit, when we allow the Spirit to lead us, we do not be wise. We will not be wise in our opinion. He said, repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. Most of the times, we repay uh, people for evil. We pray that they die. We pray, we pray, we pray that the, the earth will open, the, open uh, the man or swallow them. We pray the family, the children, everybody must die because of what they offended us, because they do things against us. So we want to revenge. But the Lord is telling us that we have to work, change the way we think. Allow the spirit to lead and not the flesh leading. Hallelujah. You see, when you look at here, it said, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give the right. Most of the times we want to avenge. We are avenging all the times. Uh, uh, most of the times, a way of life. But when we allow the Spirit to lead, this will not be a common place. This will teach us to live the way God wants us to live. God wants us to live all for Him. God wants us to live as children of God and be able to be sensitive to the Spirit world. In the name of Jesus. I hope this blesses us today. My time is so short today. And I hope that you understand what we'll be talking about. Allowing the Spirit to lead and allowing us to be made by the Spirit. So in that way, our life will be uh, controlled by the Spirit, we are able to get our destination in a faster way than in, in a longer way than we walk in practice and allowing uh, the flesh to dictate. It looks okay, but it's not okay. But we have to allow the Spirit to lead us and teach us in the name of Jesus. I hope you are blessed and I hope you are touched by the Spirit world today. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. God make his face shine upon you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah.